Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back. It's been a minute. <laughs> it has. It has. How are you? Feels like forever. Alhamdulillah. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm better than ever. Alhamdulillah. Can't really complain. Life's good. Same old, same old. Nothing really new. <laughs> mm-hmm. So today's topic. I know it's like sounds so professional. We just get into it like it's a for the agenda today. <laughs> <laughs> I think time is valuable. Yeah, Yeah, time is valuable. I feel like, you know, we got to do this and get it out and make sure we, you know, do so much more and go through the emails and go through the comments and set up so much stuff for our listeners. Yes. So, we're talking about building Mm -hmm. trust, building trust in a relationship yeah so let's start so what is the definition of trust Aisha oh man I don't know definition of that's good because it might in all it means being able to fully believe somebody is going to have your back you know, somebody's not going to cause you harm. Somebody's not going to be unfaithful to you, in a nutshell. So, um, trust is obviously, how could you be married to somebody who where there's no trust? Sometimes mm-hmm. trust gets broken due mm-hmm. to infidelity, um, all sorts of things, you know, gambling, addiction, you know, things like that. But um, every person who's married, trust is just something they need to have. And yeah. if it's broken, it needs to be rebuilt. And sometimes, unfortunately, without trust, even when if you try and trying to rebuild it, it doesn't work, and the relationship ends due to that. The marriage ends due to that, which is sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, and then with trust, connection comes. You know, without trust, there is none of that. Trust is very important. Very important. So the definition of trust is says. A firm belief in the reliability, ability, or strength of someone or something. Mm. Here's a question: Ooh, okay. Do you trust? Do you trust yourself? Mm, you think question. the average um, person? I like right, to believe I do. All our listeners, <laughs> what do you I think? Like I mean, I, I think there was a time when I couldn't. I couldn't even trust myself because, you know, I feel like sometimes, like when you're younger, right, you don't always know the best and you have to trust Were you paranoid? No. Because they say Uh, paranoia is a sign of not trusting yourself. Ah. Well, let me say how true that is. I just, well, it it could just be upbringing, maybe like low, I, I didn't have confidence in what, I could do I think that's where it is so like for example when you're younger you need somebody to tell you right somebody that you trust to tell you what to do sometimes were you shy as a kid uh, I don't know I don't know random off topic yeah, I know right I'm all thinking about I that right off, now but I love off topic stuff <laughs> people can relate to that you know you do that all yeah time. <laughs> go on so go on yeah so, so basically I feel like yeah Trusting people around me, who knowing who to trust, 
right? Trusting yourself, trusting Allah, right? So now when you're going to trusting in a relationship, like you said, you guys need to be on the same page. Like you don't want to hurt the other person. This is not like somebody who is a narcissist and is trying to manipulate you and all that. They have your best interest at heart. This is what I think somebody I could trust would be. Meaning that through my love, my self-love journey, right, I probably didn't always have my back, right, to make the right decisions in that time. Do you get what I mean? So with trust, yeah, like, uh, yeah, so this is, this is deep. Trust and communication. Communication. How do you build trust? Let's, let's first delve into trust. How do you build, so building trust, right, in a relationship, in a marriage. How do you build trust? Building trust in a marriage. How do you build trust? I think for me, it's like, it's trust, what is it, trust is earned. Some people, like, I used to be like, okay, I trust you until you give me a reason not to, <coughs> right? And yeah, um, I think that's fair, but then I, like, that's what it would be in a marriage, right? I trust you to be whatever, you know? And I think sometimes giving people the benefit of the doubt is good, especially in a marriage, right? And even if some things may look suspicious. Look, look, look what does it say in Islam? It says, beware of suspicion because some uh, suspicion, some suspicion is sinful. What does it say? And do not spy on each other. Uh-huh. I don't know that actual verse. Uh, may Allah forgive me if I'm wrong. or something like that. Do yeah. not, um, yeah, do not, do not spy on each other, and do not beware of suspicion because some suspicion is, um, you know, um, is a sin. It's sinful. sinful. So I have a very interesting true. thing. Can you That's interesting. Say that you your say your marriage. Yeah. I'm making a scenario. Okay. Like, okay. Go ahead. You're married, right? A sister is married, right? Okay, are you? I'm gonna direct this to you. You're married. Okay. Your husband before marriage has not given you a reason to doubt him. Doubt him. But of yeah. course, in Islam, we don't date, so we don't get that chance to, you know, be around each other to the point where, mm-hmm. you know, we constantly have we're looking through each other's phones. You know, that's something that people who live together do. So you guys are married, whatever. He's given you no doubt, no no trust issues, whatever. You guys get married within the marriage you marry for a few months again giving you no doubts no trust issue he comes home the right time he's where he says he is n- mm-hmm. no sign of cheating nothing right no sign of lying about anything do you check his phone wait if you if he's because you, you said no there's no there's no da- doubt you're not doubting that he's cheating yeah. he's completely yeah. faithful he's coming home on time everything yeah you're married for a few months his phone's there he's in the shower you've uh-huh. got the password his phone's unlocked oh, it's staring yeah. you in the face the whatsapp yeah. is binging it's not as if the whatsapp is binging and there's like inappropriate messages do you check his phone just to be curious no. and nosy no no i don't you know they say if you try to look you're gonna find something you're gonna find it exactly i was gonna say like even if i had suspicion like i'd be like i was gonna regime like whatever because whatever somebody does in the dark will come to light i don't want to know now like whenever it happens i will find out that's what i that's i trust that i trust a lot enough to know that he will always put me in a situation that i need and get me out of the situation if i need so for me to go and have these feelings of oh what is he doing and that like I, i'm just harming myself right and then what if i don't find anything now i am the person that should not be trusted. <laughs> you get what i'm okay, saying ask me some questions yalla what would you do what would you do? I'm checking. 
Yeah. Why? Curiosity killed the cat, right? Yeah. I'm a yeah. curious person, just generally. I'll check for the sake of it. I'll just check to see how he texts his sister, if their relationship. Yeah, is yeah. If he's yeah. respectful to his mom, I'll just go through his old Facebook pictures, and yeah. then I'll go through the text messages, see who's messaging. And the intention wouldn't be, oh, let me see if there's a woman or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's like if I find that, I find that. And you know, all them, t- all the times I've checked, I've always found something. Always. And let me give snoopers yeah a nice little tip yeah what you do is you go on the whatsapp right and you type in a word maybe something that is inappropriate whatever and if it comes up in a conversation you check the conversation that it's comes up in and you read it it might be from a girl might be him talking to his friends you read it that's bad i shouldn't be giving that advice people gonna hate oh me my gosh. well <laughs> i feel like look i i no listen look. listen okay <laughs> It's it's just nosiness and it's not good, but that's why I, I would I would check. And if there's nothing there, building if trust. The first time I check, there's absolutely nothing for me to be worried about. I won't check again. No anyone. He could be the best guy. Trust me. You trust him. Everything. And next thing you know, some nonsense pops up. Do you know what I mean? Well, if it pops up, I'm popping off. But here's the thing. How is that building trust, right? Number one. Number two, do you think that comes from insecurities or something? That doesn't build trust. That, that trust. Right. Number three, uh, I get the whole thing like you want to know who he is and you seeing how he talks and all that. Don't you think that'd be nicer if you guys sat together? But I don't know. I've, how would you even talk about that? Like, hey, I want to go through your Facebook messages, right? This is something that... Mm. or once you're married they're like okay delete all the guys on your facebook and your instagram and whatever and like you know this is what do you think about that how is this trust how is building it how is the communication you know because there's no communication there you're snooping around i would it doesn't build trust it breaks trust it damages relationships it's a divorce do you know what i mean well yeah. I, like i wouldn't recommend that like i know i, I gave you but I generally wouldn't recommend um, yeah. that it doesn't build trust. So how do you build trust? How do you build it? By being honest with each other at all times. By letting each other know where you are, what plans you have. Not all the time, like, I'm going here at that time and at 9.05 I'll be here at 9.10. Not that. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, just letting each other know and being truthful what you say. You reap what you sow in a marriage. So if you come into it giving her doubts for you to trust, then, you know, you're going to have to be building that. But say you guys are in a marriage and you're in a very happy marriage and a healthy one, and you know there is trust. I guess, I guess you can, and there is trust. You're in a healthy marriage and there's trust. I guess you can build on it more. You know how? How do you build on it more? Mm-hmm. You can build on it. You know. Um, Why do you need to just, build on it more? Well, I mean, if it's good, like that's it. If, if it's, it's not broke, don't fix it. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I stand corrected. You're right. If it's already good, you don't need to build on it. But if it's not there, then you just build that trust. But usually, that really kills a, a relationship. A relationship. You know what I, I don't like? So- mm. I don't like it when guys like, okay, let's go to communication and trust. Like, I I need the person I'm with to be open and honest with me, right? Mm-hmm. Communicate their feelings. I don't like it if somebody's upset with me and they don't tell me. But then it's like, okay, well, this person has that personality type. Okay. So, I like, really that. being open, I right? I'll just cut them off. Yeah. Wonder, no. And they would wonder, like, what should I do to the girl? Yeah. What did I need to know? 
like yeah. what did I need what did I do to Nord like what did I do to her I just they would just I would just cut um I would just cut cut them off or I just distant myself from them I was like that you know I was quite like um guarded and like it kind of detached emotionally a little bit yeah um, just because of like being hurt in the past from girls and stuff like that yeah um so yeah i never had that so in i brought that into a marriage you know i'm going to be very honest with people where my communication was very off like if mm. i had an issue i would look angry i'd be very passive but i wouldn't say what was well, bothering me and when they would try to approach me i'd just be like i'm fine you know like as if they can read my mind you know yeah well at least okay well, what they say is about communication is like 90 percent of communication is non-verbal mm. so that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I can tell you're upset and I'm asking, like, what's wrong? You're like, nothing. Like, then I would be like, okay, whenever you're ready to talk about it, I, I would to love to talk about this. Yeah. I would be like, you know? I would be like, whenever you're ready to talk about it, like, let's talk about it, right? Because you can't also force somebody to talk about something when they don't feel like it or they're not ready or it's just not the right vibe or, you know. So, but that's the part of the communication. And that is a way of you communicating, right? Maybe let you cool down a little bit. Or whatever and be like hey do you want to go to dinner just like not talking about it and just somebody needs to be more amicable at that time and then that person if you're mad like you guys can't be mad at the same time right this is horrible my mother used to say like you know when one of you is angry the other person should calm them down and be the calm one and the other person vice versa right this is how you can trade off and you have to play fair right yeah so 90% of communication is nonverbal and you know, if I'm doing something, you know, I, like my communication style, I think is, is maybe too vocal. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I say anything that's on my mind and how I feel. Um, but then I'll like, let it go. You know, I could be like, okay, I was asked acting irrational or whatever, but I do still want to come back to a place where we can just sit and talk about it. Maybe over dinner yeah. or something. Um, and get to know the person. Have I been what? spoken like like yeah like too much like your communication yeah 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i wasn't as a child and i had to learn that mm, you did a good job now i need to learn how to like filter how to be more mindful <laughs> so respect is an important thing about trust and communication you have to respect how you speak to each other you have to respect you know yourself right don't be a sleazy person having a double life right for example if a man wants to get remarried to a second wife this is where trust and communication comes in but they don't Mm. they'll do it in private they'll have a secret marriage running around town behind their back like why why do you why well they can't afford it no not 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 even just affording (laughs) it it's like it's like it's like they want to keep the peace at the home and at the same like they want to have their cake and eat it too they don't want to sometimes face what's going to come with it they avoid things i think a lot of guys are non-confrontational because you know arguing with a woman is the worst like the last thing a man wants to do Mm. but communication without respect i don't think it's going to work a relationship without trust will not work a friend of mine's marriage broke down recently based on, well, I hope, based on um, lacking the communication issues within her marriage. The communication was just off, for example, he would, she confided in me, like, he would, um, she wasn't bashing him, just confided in me, saying, like, if he had an issue with her, he, 
if um, if um, she just confided in me and told me if he had an issue with her, he would um, he wouldn't tell her. Like he would just um, like he, you could see he's angry, but he won't say. You know, like how I kind of was like that, but even worse. Um, mm-hmm. When it came to like finances, the communication was off. Like you know, it it just and she would she felt like she couldn't live like that like for her communication was like everything well other people might look at her and be like you just don't need it over that but no it is a big thing it's mm-hmm. part how can we understand each other if we don't speak and we don't speak correctly and we don't you know say what we mean and mean what we say feelings. yeah uh-huh. or say what we mean and mean what we say mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just yeah so basically they said that they said that communication problems is like one of the most common factor that's led that leads to divorce it's like 65 percent yeah this is on google yeah. it's on mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so yeah communication i was just, about, I was just looking i was just looking i was reading yeah that's why i seemed a bit away <laughs> i was reading but yeah. yeah no uh it's just showing how i was just looking at an article that was talking about how um a lot of couples break up uh, due to um, marriages felt based lack of communication and, and yeah. infidelity is part of that, yeah. And it's like also the fact that they're unable to resolve issues. That's another thing. Okay, of the communication. so what about communication then? How do you work on that? Okay. I think counseling, couple, couple, couple counseling. The person has to, if they've got traumas, you know, they have to deal with that or if they come you know if it's like learnt behavior you know come from a certain household as a man you don't really express yourself as much you know what i mean things like that you know um just unlearn unlearning that and um unlearning that and just going um therapy i think that helps right i think so premarital therapy being patient with your spouse and understanding that not everyone is going to be a great communicator. That doesn't necessarily have to be the demise of a marriage, you know? Um, if, just work, just try to see if the person is receptive to, you know, what you're telling them and, and they're trying to seek help and they're trying to change, all power to them. But if they're not, then that might be an issue. Especially when you when you have children or children come in the future, you know? Yeah. So communication and trust go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. This is how it says to build trust in a relationship. Uh, respect your partner. Mutual respect is one of the best ways to establish trust with, with trust with your partner. Set boundaries. Partners <laughs> should, should share their limits and personal boundaries. Mm-hmm. Set boundaries. Partners should share their limits and personal boundaries. Number four is give uh, benefit of the doubt. And five is to be vulnerable. What does that mean? What does it mean to be vulnerable? Being vulnerable and communicating. Open, you know, let that person in, see your weaknesses, you know, about vulnerability. I just love vulnerability in a relationship. I love it in a marriage. You know, it can be hard because that person ultimately can take advantage of that. They have power over mm-hmm. you. But at the same time, when you're that comfortable and you're able to be vulnerable, you know, it reminds me of the Prophet Muhammad Nobody could ever have their relationship, you know, or be mm-hmm. cl- close to how they were, but you know the love they had for each other and the vulnerability you know when the prophet you know the first time when he um angel jibril came to him you know he, he went to khadija and he was vulnerable that he was as a man you know he was shivering you know men are supposed to be manly he was shivering and he was scared and 
You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he was scared and shivering. So it's like, kind of like, you know, vulnerability is beautiful. Well, speaking of the Prophet Muhammad, I wanted to just read, yeah, go on. And I want to read uh, something okay. by the Prophet, which is just so beautiful. I just want to say about the communication part. You know that also Aisha, the Prophet's wife, he told her, he was like, you know, I know when you're mad at me and when you're not. You know, she said, why? How do you know? And he goes, because when you're mad at me, you know, you say, Rasulullah, the Prophet of Allah, right? Messenger of Allah. But when you love me, then you call me by my name. Or when you're not mad at me. So even with that, like that's communication and it's not being disrespectful, right? There's a way, you know, like, okay, I love you, but I don't like you right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But go ahead, read what we just say. Yeah, so that that's great. That what you just said, that point, I really like that point as well. It's true because it's body language, isn't it? And it's just like, it's different communication as well that communicate in a way of to, to let them yeah. know how they feel. Yeah, so once the Prophet, peace be upon him, was sitting in the room well, with Aisha radiallahu anha. Yeah, once the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sitting in a room with Aisha radiallahu and fixing his shoes, it was very warm and Aisha looked to his blessed forehead and noticed that there were beads of sweat on it. She became overwhelmed by the majesty of that sight and was staring at him long enough for him to notice. He said, what's the matter? She replied, if Abu Bakr al-Husayni, the poet, saw you, he would know that his poem was written for you. The Prophet said, what did he say? She replied, Abu Bakr said that if you look to the majesty, put the lights up the world for everybody to see. So the Prophet got up kissed her between the eyes and said wallahi ya Aisha you are like that to me and more Aww. beautiful why can't you be like that that's what you I, say to your husband you know what yeah. <laughs> you know when people are like couple goals, when people are on the social media are like couple goals and you know mm-hmm. this person was these two couples they're the best they've been married for this long look how much loves are. this is the true definition of real love this the, the, the relationship that the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi had his wives, those that is what you call real love and that's what you call real respect and that's just beautiful, you know. Absolutely. It's it's like, you know, today you don't want to tell the guy, Oh, you have a nice haircut because you know he already messed you up and or you know it's like these feelings like no, I'm not gonna say it. It's like you have to be humble, right? Humility, vulnerable to say the truth and to show that person that you love them, that you care about them, that you appreciate them. Right? People want to hear it. You know, the first time I am going to be very like open and vulnerable right now. Talk mm-hmm. about my father. The first time I ever, ever, ever saw my father cry yeah, as an adult. As an mm-hmm. adult. The first time mm-hmm. I ever saw him cry in my life was when, um, you know, he read the story of Aisha and radiallahu anha unfortunately how she was accused of i don't even want to say you know that mm-hmm. situation when they accused her of you know not be not being a righteous woman accused mm-hmm. her of you know what they accused her yeah. of at that mm-hmm. time and subhanallah just the way it was you know and then the verse is then a ayah in the quran that vindicated her wasn't it yeah yeah my 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 dad read that as an adult man, elderly man. How old was my dad when he read that? Maybe in his fifties or something. For the first time, and he bawled and he cried like a little boy. It touched him and he cried. And I asked him, Dad, why are you crying so much? And he said to me, I'm crying at the way that a, a, the wife of a the wife of a prophet 
was accused mm, and slandered like this and he was crying and then it just it made him sad it made him really sad and, and, he, and he cried so hard and that's vulnerability right there you know so mm. we were talking about vulnerability before but yeah I love you dad Alhamdulillah <laughs> <laughs> may Allah protect our, our families and our fathers and mothers and Amen. give them and may Allah help the brothers and sisters in Turkey and Syria at the moment oh, yes. and everywhere else but Amen. especially those two yeah. places right now it's just just really really sad you know mm-hmm. and then the media coverage a lack of media coverage on it it's just it's a joke it's an actual joke yeah communication yeah. right communication and trust with the media so it says like uh, examples of good communication in a relationship uh, according to each expert people exhibit good communications when they pay attention and they listen while their partner speaks they listen to understand rather than to respond and they validate their partner's thoughts and feelings often by acknowledging and repeating back some of what was said we should role play that yeah (laughs) okay awesome so, for example, right, I think like when I'm talking to somebody, I, I don't know, what, I don't know if it's guys are like this, but I realize like some people don't want to look at you or they don't want to do looking in your eyes. Like my son has that, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm talking to him or something, he'll like, listen, or my dad, when I was younger, I'm like, you know, Baba, I'm talking to you. He goes, yes, I listen with my ears, not my eyes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. sometimes you have to know the person, right? It's not just, they're not, just, it's not being disrespectful. Maybe that's just how they, how they listen. You know, maybe they don't want to be uncomfortable. So we have to be kind of, mindful to that and once they hear what you're saying and you know they might feel safe and then they might open up and they look at you and whatever it is so just uh you know not cutting each other off obviously listening to respond and using i statements because you really want to come down to it i think when you're talking to them about something serious it should be like an hr meeting should be very formal and you know what i mean but um yes intimacy is important with that like holding hands if it's serious or like hey i want to talk to you uh something bothering me yeah you know it's like he comes home like i'm sick of this every day you come home late <laughs> like that's not gonna be <laughs> he's gonna walk right back out yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so basically right there's this lady um i asked her a hypothetical question i'm like well, what do you do if your husband if you find that your husband was with some another woman or something like that she goes you know you bring him home you get dressed up really nicely make sure everything is cleaned up you cook him his favorite dinner i'm like no you didn't hear me if he is cheating on you she's like yes listen so she was like you know you do all of that and then you know you just you be very loving to him and everything and he will leave her so she's like you don't even mention it you don't even bring it up but you do these things and a lot of women do the opposite right because it's the pride it's that how dare you do that to me I don't even know if there's women like that. Like, who would do that? The, uh, listeners, what do you guys think about that? Mm, They're yeah. like, that's what a good woman would do. You know, you massage his feet. Like, oh, I'm sorry I wasn't enough for you. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, women back then loved, you know, to keep their men. Like, and, and, I mean, if, and if, they knew, one, if they knew that they were person. doing it, they would never yeah. say anything. Yeah. One guy friend of mine once was like, Oh, nowadays women don't show their man love and care. They don't want to cook for their man. This, that, the other. Apparently, yeah. Uh, a man, his wife had friends over. She had a little mini little party in her room, a little mm. get together girls' day. She was all dressed up, with makeup, everything. Then she, her husband came in hungry with two of his friends. 
she saw that she don't leave her man and her husband not her, her man and her husband and, and his friends not eating anything in it not eating anything mm-hmm. so she went to the kitchen and she made them food like from scratch like an actual cuisine meal whatever it may be dish i don't know what dish it was she made it from scratch let's say it was mm-hmm. jollof fries she made that from scratch and gave mm-hmm. it to him even though she had her friends waiting next door and she was supposed to start you know have a nice little girls day in her room i don't mm-hmm. know who does that but anyways and he was mm-hmm. like see that's good what would you have done in that situation what would other women have done blah 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 you know <laughs> first of all i get he... it some men want that and if they want that then that's what they should they should they're prerogative you know the problem is with guys like that is but sometimes is they overdo like it that? they overdo it in it they try to like it's not a restaurant bro like you're not gonna be like oh by the way my friends are coming over seven of them like can you tell me in advance like i have things to do because i don't think she knew because if she knew i think that would have been ready do you know what i'm saying but mashallah i mean that's great every now and then it's fine i mean every woman is different every man is different this is important you have to ask that hey do you guys like entertaining like do you guys like having people over and the reason why probably they were separated is because they were like mix, uh, not trying to mix the men the sisters and the brothers together but I mean look we're going to talk about the rights of duties of both men and women on the next episode for now I think let's wrap this up and obviously we'll always come back to our episodes that we talk about once we get more listeners in i would love to hear your opinions i know noor would love to hear your opinions and thoughts and we want to read them out and uh, address them inshallah yeah and if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer for you guys let us know or any you know dilemmas or anything email us at nikahandacity at gmail.com Mm-hmm. And if you have any stories that you think you'd like to share on here, send it and we'll read it out. So, oh. <laughs> did you want to say something? You guys, we don't edit this, by the way. Yalla. Bye. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. <laughs>